and welcome to Weird Parents, the podcast where we talk about how weird it is being parents. Yay, that was awful. My <laughs> name is Sammy. And I'm... Wait, what? I'm on Instagram. Oh, don't do that bit. That would take forever. <laughs> And my name is Coop. And your name's Coop. I'm joined by my very garlicky wife. Garlicky wife? Yeah. We just had yeah, we just had a salad with some garlic dressing. Just had a very simple salad, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, to tie us over. Yeah, I'm not the only garlic. I was about one to say here. it's a struggle meal, but that's it's like a middle class struggle meal, isn't it? What's a struggle meal? You know, when like you really you know, you're you're poor, you've got no money in the bank and you need to throw something together with what you a, got. Just make a bougie salad. Yeah. Well, it was, it was just, it was salad leaves, wasn't it? With aioli <laughs> and pasta. And chicken. <laughs> and a little bit of chicken. Yeah. That's our version of a struggle meal. Is aioli actually a past, like a salad dressing? or is It's a it... dip. Yeah. The, see, that was bad. That's unhealthy what we just ate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We ate like our daily requirement of fat. That's awful. Actually, I didn't put that much in. So it's, it wasn't that bad, but... Half no, sorry. A quarter of the pot is half your <gasps> half your fat for the day. How much did you use? Like a third of the pot. Oh my word! But that was three big portions. So I don't know. Some mathematicians can do and that. Here I was thinking he'd finally got some veg into me. Brother of the pod, Luke is a mathematician. So if you're listening, Luke, brother of the pod, aka your brother, <laughs> work it out. Get back to us on a postcard. Anyway. This episode is our anniversary. It is. One full year of not our, podding. Not our, not our marriage anniversary, not our relationship anniversary. No, 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 it that's not the, important. It's the pod's anniversary. It's the podiversary. The podiversary. We've been doing a full year of podding. We have. It's not too bad, is it? No, I'm sorry, I have a dog's paw directly in my Oh, ribs. she's just checking you're okay. She's you concerned. Might. A full year of podding, win. Full year of you being a little monkey while we're trying to pod. You, the cat. Yeah. B, when she wakes up. Yeah. She was l- last week. She made a little feature, didn't she? What B? Yeah. Yeah, a little. She, <laughs> she had a little cry <laughs> over the baby monitor. Oh. Basically, we've done a year of we've podding. We've done a year we? of podding. And how are you feeling about it? I can't believe it's been a year. I can't believe how many people listen to us on a weekly basis. I still don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'll show you the numbers one day. Yeah, because this is the thing. You deal with all the technical side of it. I literally just... You deal with everything. I literally just sit down and start chatting shit. There's more people every week, so that's nice. Yeah. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) But the the funny thing is, I had a peak in Spotify. A peak? A peak. Just a little peak. A sneaky peak. This was, like, a few months ago. Right. But on Spotify, we can see what people listen to. Right. Like, what their favourite artists are and stuff. Oh, Okay. So I can't remember, the, there was like a top five. This is, oh, that's what I, one of the bands, like, As It Is did, didn't they? And they were really shocked at how many like smoking uh, sound, like playlists they were on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So w- what do you think the top three artists were? Artists? Yeah. Oh, that I was gonna, listen to. I was going to guess there were like other podcasters, like other oh, parenting didn't tell podcasters. Us that. Didn't tell us that. No, other artists. Artists. Adele. No. She's a common one, no? No. Oh, like alternative music? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, Bang 182. 
I don't think they were on the list. Oh, does that hurt no. your heart? Or not in the top five, anyway. Does that hurt your heart? A little bit. Oh, go on then. Machine Gun Kelly. No, My Chemical Romance were the top. Really? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, everybody loves a bit of MCR, don't they? Yeah, just a pinch. Just a little pinch. Just Every- a pinch. I mean, that's a band you can take in small doses. Some people love to listen to them back to back. Oh, I don't know. No. Sorry, I'm hurting everyone's feelings. <laughs> Their favourite band. I was a young boy. <laughs> Not if I was, when I was. Oh my god, baby brain. Baby brain. Uh, Fallout Boy, or the next one. Yeah. I can't remember what the other one was. Oh. I have to check back. That's cool though. But yeah, it was. We approve was, of all these music choices. The top three were like emo bands. I think it was Set Your Goals, weirdly oh, enough. Oh, really? Which was random. That's awesome. I think it was. That is cool. And then the, the other two were like, they weren't emo bands. They were like a wild card thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've been sneaky peeking. Just had like... a little little peek at the analytics. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to know about the people listening to us, not the music they listen to. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, there is all that shit in there, but that's not interesting. We have, you've told me that we have a few listeners from other countries as well. Yeah. We've got people in the US. They must think, what the fuck am I listening <laughs> to? Obviously got a friend of the pod, Shirley. Yeah. Shout out Shirley. She's in Canada. Yeah. Uh, there's a few people from Germany. Really? Weirdly enough, yeah. I don't know who they are. Just thinking back, I haven't said anything horrific. No. Oh, we've only right. talked about the French, I think. Oh, well, we're English. I think that was on the outtakes episode anyway. Yeah. Insulted the French a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. We've got no French well, we listeners. Don't, we don't give a shit about We, don't, we haven't got any listen. French listeners. <laughs> Maybe if you start listening, we'll be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. We're English. We're never going to yeah. be nice. Uh, there's, there's a whole there's a whole host of shit on there. I can't remember everything. Yeah, it's really cool. Maybe yeah. one day I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, Monday. Monday. Yeah. But what's the, uh, what's the topic of conversation for this very special episode then, Daniel? Well, today we have done weirdest kids books. We have. We've done weirdest kids TV shows. We have. It's time to do... The weirdest, freakiest, and most disturbing kids' films. Awesome. There's a few and that come to my head. There's there's so many. My list is creaking at the seams. There's so many. I think we were a good generation for creepy kids' movies as well. Because, like... Yeah. Yeah, because we still like had some of the... Video. Home video was a good market for, like, creepy shit, Yeah, wasn't and it? also we still had that, like... Because our parents grew up in the 80s. Mm. We still had that little bit of weird 80s influence. Yeah. And then, like, the 90s was a dark time for kids' TV 100%. and movies, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if you we'll think pro- about it. We'll get, I think we've done... There's a good split on the different eras that yeah. we've got on, on this list. Okay. But yeah. What, 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 like, what comes to mind when you think weird kids' films from your childhood? From my childhood? Well... I love Labyrinth, but that's obviously an 80s yeah. movie. But I still love that. It's still one of my favourite movies ever. We've spoken about Labyrinth we have. quite a lot. Um, and obviously my sexual awakening being David Bowie <laughs> in that movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say one of the Jim Henson puppets no. was your sexual awakening. What, the worm? <laughs> <laughs> come inside and meet the missus. Oh, all right, mate, I'll come inside and meet the missus. No, no. Should have gone that way. Should have gone straight to that castle. Mm. Oh, no. Sensual. Yeah, no, but I did love the worm. He's cute. But there's like that's like peppered with weird moments. Oh isn't yeah, it? but the fact that he steals a baby, pretty weird. And obviously, we we talked about one of the books, didn't we? That it's loosely based off of, and yeah, it's it's still one of my favorite films. But that was just quite disturbing growing up. Um, what else? Oh, well, for me, oh, yeah, go on. 
the film that I was scared of as a kid. Uh huh. And I wasn't, I wasn't like terrified, but like I did not want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Was E.T. See, it's funny. <laughs> I loved E.T., but it always used to make me really upset that scene when they have him and E.T. in the like pop-up lab. Yeah. That used to really upset me. And all the polythene and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, used to, I think that's probably one of the like first movies I ever remember like crying at. Well, it's sad. He's like in the ditch and shit. Yeah. No, it's like, I remember watching it when I was really young. Yeah. Because I had an older brother. He'd watch, like, more mature films. Mm. I did not like E.T. Like, from the beginning of the film. Well, you watch it now, they're literally just, like, yeeting a puppet around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. I want to know if he ever got home. I'm sure he did. He gets in a spaceship, doesn't he? I know, but do you reckon they got home okay? Oh shit! You, know, did you, he you never back? know with interstellar travel. Well, you, do you don't know exactly. Could it yeah. hit a comet? You never know. You never know. But yeah, ET's ET wasn't disturbing. Just oh, the bit. I think it was just like the screaming. Like he did the little like. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I didn't like when I was like five years old. My fav- I did watch it eventually. <laughs> My favorite bit of that movie is when they find him in the wardrobe and he's dress- and like when they dress him up and stuff. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> great. Um, yeah, most of my favourite movies growing up, cartoons, were Don Bluth um, oh, yeah. cartoons. Same. Um, we'll, we'll, I think we're going to do like a full episode about Don Bluth one day. Because I, I don't think many people actually realise how influential he was. Yeah. Um, I, was, I say was because I don't think he's made anything in a long time. No. Um, well, he's, he's in his 80s yeah, now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but... But he, like Land Before Time, Land Before All Dogs Time, Go to Heaven, American Tale, Secret Nim, Anastasia, Anastasia, like all of those movies that you were like, is this Disney? This is too dark to be Disney. Yeah. He did them. And I loved them growing up. Like they were my, my shit. All Dogs Go to Heaven. I used to watch back to back. Yeah. Same. I mean, how sad is that movie? It is sad. It's sad. And but when but that's also kid, so disturbing. When you're a kid, it's just like helps you process stuff, doesn't it? That's the thing. I thought it was really good at sort of teaching kids what happens to animals. You know, like factual. It's very factual, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah. Music but in its we'll, great. We'll talk about more Don Bluth in a separate episode, I think, in the mm. future. Mm-hmm. But he's also on our list later. Yeah. Later I, I will just say one thing about him. Go on. I think he was Tim Burton in it before Tim Burton was. Oh, okay. And when I say that, I mean he had a real dark and light theme. Like divide. Going, divide going on with all of the movies. Yeah, I can see that. Can you see that? Yeah, although it's every, like every scene is very murky though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like a murky, yeah, it's like a murky artwork, isn't yeah, it? But like it's great. dirty realism. Another movie that disturbed me. Well, not disturbed me, but I loved, but was also quite disturbing. And weird. And weird was Never Ending Story. Again, that's another 80s movie. Yeah. Do you know which bit disturbed me the most? Well, there were two. The, the bit that broke my heart is the horse dying. Right at the beginning. Oh, my God. Kills yeah. me every time. Sinks into the tar. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. You know, he's, he, he the succ- bog. The bog. But he succumbs to sadness. Oh. That's why he sinks. Have you seen it? No I've seen it. I was like 17 when you showed me. So I was probably just trying to... Is it the... I was probably just not trying to touch your of, boobs while we were watching it. Probably. Is it, was it the bog, not the bog of Sanders? You're getting confused with the bog of eternal stench from the labyrinth. Oh. Yeah, that was the bog of eternal stench, which is what I'm forever now going to call whatever you leave in the bathroom. <laughs> um, no, it was, oh, 
Is it like the marshes of sadness or something? Oh, that's sad. And it's really sad. Yeah, and that, you start, that horse goes down. Yeah, but he starts sinking because he gives up and he gives into sadness. And that's, that's why sad. he's saying you have to fight it. You have to be happy. It's really sad. It's almost like a bit of a, a metaphor for depression. Okay. So that bit used to break my heart as a kid. But the bit that used to disturb me was... The dragon? No, I loved I loved um, the luck dragon. What's uh, his name? Never ending story. No, <laughs> what's his name? Far... Falcor. Falcor. No, I loved Falcor. Yeah. I wanted a Falcor. And so I, really... I, never, I never saw it as a kid, but I, that was a, like, on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. The bit, the bit that really disturbed me is the bit with the oracles. Okay. So if you've never seen it, Don't you might not that. understand. So they're like two, they're not sphinxes, but they look like sphinxes. They're like part, like almost Egyptian. They look like harpies, but with the legs of, so they've got the bodies of a woman, wings, and have like horse or lion legs, um, but they're just statues. Yeah. And they give him riddles, and he's got to get through. And then when he fails, they just like shoot lasers out of their eyes. Oh my god! Yeah, it's really terrifying. <laughs> that bit used to really scare me. I think it's because like, of the voice. Eighties lasers were scary. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like I need to show you this. Yeah, I feel like you need to react to it. Yeah. Okay, so he's walking between the two statues. So do you see what I mean about the statues? Yeah. So these are the oracles. Their, their tits are out. Yeah. You need to turn it up. The music. The music adds to the the fear. Those are some buxom statues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's what I mean. They've got quite... They've got some, they got some tats. got some bolt-ons. They've got some... Got some <laughs> So yeah, so he's walking over a dead knight. It's the music, isn't it? It's intense. Oh, oh no! Don't start to doubt yourself. Be confident. A lot of this film's about the mental state. It of is. Characters, it isn't is it? indeed. Be confident. Be confident. Oh, here they go. The eyes are lighting up. As a kid, this bit used to scare the crap out of me. Proper, proper 80s lasers. The lasers almost remind me of um, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just him running through. That that doesn't show you him answering their questions beforehand. Right. They have okay. like creepy voices as well, but okay. their mouths don't move. So it's uh. just like a, almost like a creepy voice in his head. But yeah, that, that scene in NeverEnding Story was definitely one that horrified me. I think one of the earliest films I remember that used to freak me out was Jumanji. What year is it? Ah, Jumanji. As well. Do you know the bit of that? That was for me. It was always the like the beginning scenes. With like, the bats. No, no, not not the bats. It was the the him walking towards the mud and it being like the suspense. Because I remember the first time ever watching it, I was like, "What's he going to pull out?" No, I think for me. Like the whole film was great, awesome yeah. film. It was always towards the end. There's all like there's that load of shit that happens to them right at the end, like with the it's quite the, intense um, quicksand and the in spiders. the floor and the spiders and then the flowers and then do you reckon there's that... a crocodile? Is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When it floods because they have this monsoon, don't they? All that shit happens all at once. Do you reckon that gave you your fear of spiders? No, 
That's from you my sure? mum. <laughs> oh, that's from your mum. But like yeah. that scene when he's looking in the mirror and it's pincers and it's like... Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's another one that was on loads of people's lists. But Jumanji. We'll just give that an honourable mention. Yeah, Jumanji was quite disturbing. Brilliant idea for a movie though. Yeah, Such a good movie. So good. Uh, but I think the the main ones to start off our list mm-hmm. are the Roald Dahl ones. Oh. You forget how You're not creepy, wrong there. How creepy the books were, for one thing. Yeah. But also when they're translated to film, how messed it up, like... There's always like there's always like an authority figure, isn't there, that like tortures the children yes. or like messes with Which the children. Which is sad if yeah. you think about it. Like, yeah, it's sad. It makes you think, what well, did he maybe go through? Well, I think he wrote about it in his autobiography about how he had like sadistic teachers and stuff like that. Mm. They used to torment him. Yeah, yeah. I loved Roald Dahl growing up, like the books. But you're right, like the movies. Everyone I'm thinking of off the top of my head. There's Miss definitely Trunchable. a part of it. Miss Trunchbull. <laughs> yeah, Matilda. And it was always the bit in the house. Oh, yeah, when she's chasing her around the house. When she's chasing her around the house. And also the bit when, like, she's make when Matilda's making the picture move and, like, and when, for some reason, it's, like, zooming in on her eating the chocolates. And I'm like, Whoa. oh, God. And the chokey. The yeah, chokey used to ruin me as a child. I used to think, like, that is what they've got in, like, high school. That's where yeah. they put you. They put you in the chokey. I used to think that's what that every headmaster or headmistress had that in their office. <laughs> had a chokey. Yeah. Because it's disturbed, like all the nails and everything. It's like, how did no kid? I. It's because it was supposed to be a little bit like an Iron Maiden, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's I. It's like glass and nails and stuff. Yeah, isn't it? which is like, surely kids would have died in there. <laughs> really disturbing. And but the you, book was always a bit, a bit more like jovial, wasn't it? And funny. I never read Matilda. Oh, okay. I've never read Matilda. My favourite Roald Dahl book was George's Marvelous Medicine. That's a good one. It is good. Yeah. But yeah, like all all the films of his, like translated, were bad. Were really like, bad. scary. Uh, James and the Giant Peach. Oh yeah, did that used to freak you out? I think the animation freaked me out more than anything. Yeah. It looks like Jack Skellington has a, like, appearance in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he, he briefly... Because it's Henry Selleck, isn't it? Yeah. He also and directed it. helped animate Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Is it actually Jack? Did they use the same... I want to find it out. Must be. It must be. Because there's the scene it's when they go... a couple years after, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's the scene when they go down into the... Um, a shipwreck. Mm. And it's like a skeleton pirate, and it looks exactly like Jack Skeleton from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I mean, that's another weird and disturbing one, isn't it? Mm. The, the 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 ants used to really really upset me and the rhino like the whole thing about his parents oh, getting, getting eaten, eaten by, by a rhino. rhino yeah but the way that they did it in the movie they made it like a storm yeah didn't they different but that in itself used to scare me yeah used to really scare me that whole movie was quite disturbing actually quite dark quite dark but I loved it yeah yeah that was a good one yeah but Nightmare Before Christmas as well used to freak a lot of people out. No, never freaked me out. I mean, our three-year-old loves it. Exactly. <laughs> our three-year-old loves it. But then there are other three-year-olds I know would not be okay with it. Yeah. I remember, though, when she, we, she wanted to watch it. And the first time we we watched it with her, I tried to fast forward the Halloween song at the beginning. Yeah. And she freaked out because she wanted to watch it because of the pumpkins. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, my God. And I was, like, covering her eyes at the, like, under the bed one and the... I'm the clown, clown with the tearaway face. And she was just like, this is freaking great. I was like, oh, you are my kid. That's okay. Yeah. Henry Selleck also did another creepy film, mm. Coraline. 
which is another one of my favourite animations. That, that was on a lot of people's lists. Cor- well, th- have you read Coraline? Never read it. So I've read it and it is one of the scariest, ch- if not the scariest children's book I've ever read. Yeah. I've ever read. And the other mother is a whole new... And I think the way they did that in the film is brilliant because I, when I read the book, I did sort of picture her as like a like a creature like yeah. a spider-like creature but the way they did it as if like the whole world was her walker. web yeah 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 exactly she's very yeah that's exactly what she is a um you said the name you're not there's a lot of people that get very insulted if you say the name you know that oh sorry so flesh bag no what no not flesh bag what do they call them on morbid they call them a a flesh pedestrian (laughs) so yeah maybe she is meant to be a bit more like a flesh pedestrian maybe but there's so many bits of that movie that disturbed me obviously the ending and the dolls with the buttons in their eyes do you know there are actually people on etsy and places that make those dolls oh wow yeah that's intense it's pretty cool i'd love one and um i'm not putting that in my house (laughs) also when wymey gets his the the other wymey gets his mouth sewn shut that's horrible no not sewn shut sewn into a smile yeah and also the the other father like the bit when he's like she he pulled a long face and mother didn't like it and he like and then the the hands come out and squish his face right up like it's really disturbing for a kid's movie but it's also brilliant Brilliantly Brilliant. done. So, so well done. We went off at a bit of a tangent because we're still talking about Roald Dahl. I know, sorry, I got excited. <laughs> Matilda, Miss Trunchbull. Uh-huh. But if we go on to... the, This is like the top of a lot of people's lists. I like the I know, scariest. I think I know what you're going to say. The Witches. I watched it once as a child and even now I struggle to watch The Witches. The original <laughs> Witches. Well, should we watch a little clip? Oh, Okay. I haven't watched the new one. No, the new one bombed. It did, didn't slightly, it? Slightly, because Anne Hathaway wasn't quite right. Apparently. No, she's I, she's not... But they like, didn't make it as scary. I remember watching this at my nan's, like, once and being so disturbed. Literally from, like, the beginning when he gets turned into a mouse. That was enough for me. I mean, could... No one will ever be as good as her. The doors! I say, is it Angelica Houston? I think her name is. She's Morticia, isn't she? Yeah, this is the scene right at the beginning of the movie where the little boy goes into the into the yeah. the meeting with all the witches. Yeah. And they start to take off all their skin. And, the and all their wigs. It's another oh. Jim Henson, isn't it? This one. Yeah. Oh my word! It's so messed up. I did not imagine oh, this when I read it was the book. Awful. <laughs> I I just remember this as a kid and being so horrified. She's got like a massive nose, yeah, like really really long like, nails. The skin looks like she's just peeled it off. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, the, that, the worst. That was the I I watched that when I was at school. They showed I it can't to us. believe they put that on. Is this in first school? Yeah. I so can't believe you watched that in school. I think we were like six or seven, something like that, in fir- like in primary school. Mm. And yeah, they put it on and everyone was terrified. But, you know, I quite liked it. I thought it was really good. It's terrifying. So scary. 
even now watching it, I'm like, oh God, <laughs> as a child, it just really disturbed me. As I say, I think I literally watched it like once or twice as a kid. And even now I'm like, I hate that film. People get freaked out when the kid gets turned into the mouse That's as the well. bit that creeped me out as yeah. a kid. I remember, vividly remember seeing that scene on my nan's telly and being like, I don't want, I don't like this. Yeah. And a lot of people thought like, you know, it's, it's probably quite ableist, isn't it? But a lot of people thought like people with wigs and stuff were witches uh-huh. because of that film. Yeah. Awful. Like there's stories about people being like, oh, my grandma wore a wig and I thought she was a witch for a really because long of that time. Movie. Yeah. Because of that movie. It was awful. Yeah. I wonder if uh, anybody finds Hocus Pocus disturbing. Oh yeah, Hocus Pocus. That's... It doesn't have any scary bits in it scary, though. It's not scary, is it? But... Oh, well, the only bit I can imagine some people might get a bit funny would, would have been when they bring Billy back to life and they're being chased by him as a zombie. Oh yeah, as a zombie. But that's more funny, isn't it? Yeah. That's comical. And Zachary I mean, The Witches was designed to scare the life out of you. Yeah. And the beginnings, one of the beginning scenes with um, Hocus Pocus, his sister gets the life sucked out of her. True. But if our three-year-old watches it with no problem, True. I don't she think does it's scary. Love, she, loves, she loves Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I showed her the uh, trailer that's come out for the second one oh, yeah. the other day. And she looked at it really confused because obviously Bette Midler looks hella different. Yeah. Hello, plastic surgery. <laughs> um, but she was like, oh, witches? Witches? I was like, yeah. Because that's what she calls it, isn't it? She goes, yeah, I watch witches. witches. But yeah. The, o- like, the only other role doll that I guess we'll mention now is, again, this is probably up the list for a lot of people, but Willy Wonka and Ooh, the tunnel scene. Right. I'm so glad you <laughs> brought this up because... I have watched that version of Willy Wonka and we're talking about the original one, aren't we? Willy Wonka, 1971. With, what's his name in it? Um, Gene Wilder. With Gene Wilder in it. The version I've seen that gets played on TV is not the version I remember as a child. Of the tunnel scene. Of the tunnel scene. Yeah, so I've... this is when Willy Wonka is... They've finished with all the um, edible part of the thing, haven't they? And they go in the boat called the Wonka something or other. Yeah. And they go through a little tunnel and it like just turns into like a nightmare hellscape, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Any signs that they are slowing? (laughs) The version that you see on the TV, I could be wrong here. And if people are, please, please tell us if I'm wrong. But I remember as a child, so the, 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 the version on the telly that I've seen on TV they go through it and it's just like, just like colours and things. And I think it skips some of it, actually. Like it just cuts a bit and it's just showing stuff like, like storms and weird stuff. I vividly remember it showing scenes of eyeballs and worms crawling over faces and in mouths. No, and they, they do. It does a millipede crawling across someone's that's face. That's it, yeah. A millipede. It does worms, yeah. not in people's faces, though. And it does an eye. An eye, like right. a close-up of an That's eye. It. Just like a big eye. But sh- look how my, ch- my brain as a child processed that. Yeah. I was like, there's worms well, coming the point, out of people's faces. It? There's an eyeball. There's a chicken. Yeah, there's a real close-up of a chicken. Yeah. And then the next frame, the chicken hasn't got a head. Head, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Because I have thought for all these years, every time I've seen it played on ITV, that I've gone mad because <laughs> it's not on there. Yeah. But then I remember, vividly remember the worms. Vividly remember yeah. the worms. But like that was a, an improvised scene, wasn't it? Where 
all with all Gene Wilder singing like, like behind. I don't know where we're going. Yeah, it's horrible. All the actors didn't know that they were going onto the like onto this boat to go into like a dark tunnel and right. like see all these projections and stuff. And yeah, just Gene Wilder just going ham, singing a row rowing boat song. It's horrible. Yeah. That was really disturbing. Yeah, you have I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I for years thought I was mad. And I've seen people like rationalize this scene now in that because it's like it's really random isn't it he just yeah. takes them on a boat and then they go out the other side the boat's in the book but that that doesn't happen there's no, no imagery like that in the book but in the film people have rationalized it saying the reason that Wonka does that is that's like his security for getting into the main factory uh, so like if people try and break in yeah. Like that's the way into the factory. Well, but if they try and break in, that's like a deterrent. He's going to scare them off with some worms and eyeballs. Yeah. Right. But I don't know why he's freaking out his guests. I also used to get quite scared of the ceiling fan. Yeah. That bit used to really be yeah. like a bit... that was upsetting. Ooh, a bit touch and go. Yeah. A bit touch and go. I and mean, people used to say about um, when the girl turns into a massive balloon. Oh, yeah, that's also that a bit used scary. to terrify people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many bits of that movie that as a kid, we, I, we used like, you know, don't be Augustus Gloop or, you know, don't be Violet if you're chewing gum with your mouth open. Yeah. All right, Violet. Like it would be used as like an insult growing up. Also, can we please thank that movie for some of the best memes ever existed, ever, <laughs> that have ever existed? Retro memes. Retro memes. Yeah. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary. You bump into the ceiling, then it has to be washed. So you get nothing. nothing. You lose. Roald Dahl mm-hmm. also wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the screenplay. Did he? He did. That makes and so wrote, much sense. So the child catcher isn't in the original book for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's a Roald Dahl creation. He wrote the child catcher into that film. Which makes sense because he always needs to have an adult, like, baddie. Yeah. And I love Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as well. That's a brilliant movie. I think movie. he's the number one villain, isn't he? Mm. That used to scare children. Yeah, they used to like scare children. Like a different children, generation, yeah. maybe. I wasn't scared of the child catcher. How were you not scared of the child catcher? <laughs> just lollipops <laughs> and all for free. I think it was just a bit silly, wasn't it? It's horrible. Yeah, he used to round the children up. Yeah, but again, he was used to like make children be like, if anyone offers you a lollipop, don't go with them. <laughs> he is the original. Mm. Child Catcher, not Child Snatcher. Can't remember which oh, one it I is. I can't remember now. Yeah, but Roald Dahl wrote that character oh, for Chitty Chitty That Bang is Bang. awesome. I didn't know that. Do you know who wrote the novel? Who? Ian Fleming. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Who wrote James Bond? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so random, isn't it? Well, I can see it because he made, you know, another country an enemy. True. Didn't he? Yeah. Had to get that in there. Had to get that in there. The King cracks me up every time in that movie. He's like a big baby, isn't he? Yeah. It's a brilliant movie, that. So many good songs. Dick Van Dyke. What else could you want? Yeah, A car that flies. You suggested one to me, which I've never seen. Yeah. Before. Uh Uh-huh. Sparky the Piano. (gasps) Right. Why Uh, did this used to scare you? Is it Sparky the Piano? It's not called Sparky the Piano. It's called Sparky and the Magic Piano. Oh, okay. Sparky and the Magic Piano. Right. Just, Just give us some context. So... This movie, for some weird reason, it's an animation. I don't know how old it is. What year did it come out? Um, 1987. Yeah. So this movie, my 
pop and step grandma had on VHS in their house for some reason. And I don't know why. Um, so I used to watch it occasionally at their house. And I remember I used to watch that and I used to watch a really weird cartoon version of Prince and the Pauper as well. But I used to watch this quite frequently. And it's just like quite a short cartoon movie about a boy that basically is learning piano and he suddenly discovers that he can talk to his piano. Right. And his piano can play for him. So basically turns him into a like world-renowned pianist and he like has goes to concerts does concerts this is a and everything. Proper deep cut, yeah, isn't it? and he becomes I've never heard of this. he becomes like a proper little like I think they even refer to him as a brat in it. Like he becomes a like massive ego and then the piano's magic dies because he's got this huge ego. But what was the bit that used to scare you? The bit that scared me was the sound of the piano. I mean, his face every time he'd be playing as well used to freak me out. And the sound, the, the, the like talking that the piano used to do used to freak me out. But the animation itself was a bit creepy. Bit crappy. It was a bit crappy. Not now, some other time, piano. I'm on my way to the ice cream parlor. But there's like a weird vocoder on the voice. Yeah, that's it. Because like it's sparkly. Yeah, it's making it and really does it like every time creepy. Every time, every time it talks to him, the whole way through the movie. That is a bit weird. Yeah. So that used to scare you. Used to disturb me as a child, but I enjoy. I loved watching it. But do you see what I mean about the animation being a bit weird? Yeah, a bit janky. A bit janky. Yeah. Well, on the theme of janky animation, mm. we can't talk about weird films. Without talking about Pinocchio. <gasps> yeah. From the 1940s. Yeah. Again, as a child, that used to really... I didn't see it as a kid. You I didn't? saw it when I was a bit older, I think. Oh, you weren't a Disney kid though, were you? No, not really. So you never saw it as a... So you, especially as a boy, like, I can imagine it being really disturbing because, yeah, when they go to the island... They go to Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Which is a horrible name. <laughs> I think the whole thing is quite a dark metaphor. Yeah. Personally. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. I'm sure it's all over the internet. I don't think child trafficking is a very good theme for a kid's movie. No, no. But it's... Um, but basically, they all, they all get taken to an island, don't they, and turned into donkeys. Yeah. If they smoke and drink and... Yeah. And they get put into a life of slavery. Pretty much. Basically, Pretty as donkeys. Much. Yeah. It's really disturbing. Yeah. Really, really disturbing. I, yeah. I think if we were to show our kids... Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think well, we turn it off. <laughs> there's so many older movies that you could show, like Dumbo. Yeah. The bit with the clowns and then yeah. the, the and pink the elephants. The pink elephants. Yeah. Pink elephants on parade. It's really scary. That's that used to scare me as well. And Snow White. You just get scared of Snow White. I that was the first movie my mum even said I was obviously scared of. And do you want to know something? I put it on the other day because B wanted to watch it because I think at her nursery they have a Snow White dress, don't they? Yeah. And she wanted to watch it because she dresses up in it. And I did say to her, look, mummy, turn it off. Um, the bit, the bit that used to freak me out as a kid is when she's running away and all the trees like warp into scary faces and she thinks they're like surrounding her. And I remember being really young and that oh, being really scary. And my mummy used to say that used to freak me out as a kid. Yeah. And I put it on for B and she was like, scary. Oh. I was like, well, we'll turn it off then darling. And she was like, no, no. She, she likes me, a bit of She does. Stuff, though, she wouldn't let she? me turn it off though. She wanted to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, that bit used to scare me. Massively so. 
Okay, right. Let's get into some more obscure ones. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you love it when I go through the internet to find more obscure oh, ones. Yeah. This is what he does instead of talk to me. He just sits and <laughs> finds stuff to show me. I'm like a... I'm like a two-year-old. No, like a five-year-old. Like, look at me. Look at me. Look what I found. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard of the Brave Little Toaster? Yes. Okay. I have. So this was a 1987 movie, another uh-huh. 80s movie. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, again, on a lot of people's lists because of how weird it was. Mm-hmm. But it's very, like, intense. It's a very intense movie. It's a musical. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, like, comic relief. But essentially it's about a group of appliances <laughs> that are trying to get back to their old owner. Right. So like the owner's dumped them. I've never seen it, but okay. Okay, I'll show you a clip from it. But it has quite a high body count. A high body count? Yeah, there's a lot of or, on-screen death. Or Okay. Yeah, so a lot of things, they're appliances, they're not yeah. things, but a lot of things die on it. Oh my goodness. And there's literally a scene where like all the main characters almost die. They all sink in some mud. Wow. So yeah, it's intense. But there's this one scene where what is it with the eighties and sinking in mud? <laughs> That's the third thing. It's quicksand, just... isn't it? You yeah. just terrify everyone. Yeah, you're right. That's real touching, toaster. You're gonna get me balling like a baby any time now. Is that I an aircon? You're an jealous. Air unit, an AC unit. Sure, I'm okay. jealous of a bunch of dimwits. Dim? Yeah, because the master never played with you. Cause you're master. stuck in the wall. Oh no, what's he doing? So, Getting angry. Oh. It's back to that stupid static again. You think I don't know what's going on in here? I know what goes There's on an AC in this unit cottage. Stuck in the wall. It's a well, that's, that's quite common for AC units in and the States, isn't it? And every one of you low watts is in on it. Just because you can move every around, one of you, you low think watts. you're better than I am. I'm not an invalid. I was designed to stick in a wall. I like being stuck in this stupid wall. I can't oh help my gosh, it this if is the scary. kid was too short to reach my dials. We didn't mean it, really. Oh my goodness. It's my function. Don't. Wait. <gasps> wait. He's going oh. to fire. Yeah. He's over here. So he just he just died. He, he just, just blew up. Si- he just blew up. Oh my word! And that's the end of the AC unit. That's um. I mean, wow. The, the there's like quite a few on-screen deaths, but there's this junkyard scene where it's like crushing cars that yeah. are singing, and that's where the most of the body count is. It just, just cars getting cars. smushed. Yeah. My goodness. So there's about 24 on-screen deaths in that film. Yeah, yeah, I can, I could imagine that's quite disturbing for people. Yeah, that was high on everyone's list. Yeah, as well. It's quite abstract. This is a really weird one. So it's a 1988 film. Okay. Called Alice. Okay. Yes. As in Alice in Wonderland. Yes. But is this a live-action one? Yeah. I saw this as a kid. This is Jan. No, I don't think you did. Did you? Is this the one with the pig baby? I don't know. If let me watch, I might okay. have seen this. So it's it's from a Czech director, okay, called Jan Schwankmeyer, and it's a surreal adaptation of Lewis Carroll's classic, okay, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's essentially the story. So it's got all the main characters like Mad Hatter and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But like all the animals are stop motion and they're all like taxidermy. Right. This is ringing a bell. This is ringing a huge bell to me. I think I've seen clips of this. It's been it's been recently restored and right. dubbed in in English. Yes. So yeah, I'll just show a quick clip of it. Uh huh. But this would have been right up our street as kids, I think. Uh huh. It's like all the little animals like taxidermy. Yeah. Oh, it is creepy though, isn't it? Those skeletons. And the caterpillar is a sock. Oh. A very angry sock. And also, Alice is really young. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they have literally made them, like, yeah, full-on taxidermy animals with hats on. Right on my street. I love it. What is that meant to be? It's like really creative, isn't it? Yeah. It's creepy as hell. It's so many bones and shit. Yeah. But like visually, it looks so cool. It does. Mind your step, Bill. Oh, so this is when she's in the house. Forest the animal. Bill, mind that loose plate. This is when she's stuck in the, the animal. Yeah, it's like loosely based on the real, real story. Oh, because, yeah, because, right, that doesn't look like Bill the Lizard. So, the, but it's weird that they're doing it, that she's speaking... Alice yeah, every now and again there's a close-up of her mouth Yeah Doing the the dialogue tags Oh, poor Bill <laughs> She just kicked the lizard Why is it? Whoa <laughs> Whoa, okay She didn't just kick the lizard, she killed the lizard All his insides fell out All the stuffing fell out that is the that is up the, the strange thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really cool. I really like it, but like I can see why that would freak people out. Yeah, yeah. All the taxidermy. That is creepy. Do you know weirdly what it reminded me of though? Like the way it's filmed and stuff. What reminded me of Tom Thumb? Oh, I don't know Tom Thumb. What's you, that? You never saw Tom Thumb growing up? No. You must have seen Tom Thumb with the song. This is my song. My very. I've heard you sing that song. I can see. I that it's so culturally inappropriate <laughs> that movie. Um, it's basically you know, you know the story of Tom Thumb, right? The tiny man, the, ti- the tiny man. Right, there's a tiny man. There's a tiny man, and like there's a scene when all his toys come to life, and he's playing with his toys. It's really clever, really clever, cleverly done. Would you like to see it? But it's okay. Well, it's very clever, cleverly done, um, and like. I think it was quite ahead of its time, but it's just the way that it reminded me the filming of it, like how... All the perspective and stuff. Yeah, the perspective was really similar. Yeah. That's what I'm going to have to show you. With all the miniatures and Going to have to show you. Very, very culturally inappropriate. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that in part two. It's not aged well. <laughs> okay. We'll do that in part two. Okay. All right. Next one. 
This is a film from 1964. Okay. Okay. It's called Morozoko. Right. Or Morozoko. It's a Russian film. Mm-hmm. So my pronunciation isn't great. Yeah. But basically, it's a fairy tale kind of film. Right. Um, where a wicked stepmother uh-huh. tells a father to get rid of his daughter, send her out into the woods oh. on her own. And the film's like quite a happy, like jovial film. It's like yeah. a fairy tale. But there's like some weird things in it, as you can imagine. Right. And a lot of people in Russia and, and in the Soviet Union Union said, growing up, this used to terrify well, them. Well, I'm not this surprised. The storyline sounds a bit terrifying. So it is in Russian. So there are subtitles for us, but you don't really need to know the dialogue. Mm-hmm. But basically this is when she's lost in the woods and she's talking to this bloke. Yep. Oh, it's a dog. What? And bears. There's bears as well. <gasps> Whoa. And the, the boy gets turned into a bear. But like the mask. It's like bungle, isn't it? Like a rabid yeah, bungle. Yeah, that's exactly from what it looks like a rabid bungle. And then she faints. Well, I'm not surprised. What's he looking at her with? Oh, a mirror to see if she's still alive. Oh. They literally look, that looks like a real bear's, like a badly taxidermied bear head that, she's, <laughs> that he's shoved on his head. And then obviously she wakes up to him just screaming like a bear. That's terrifying. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that growing up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but it's like, it looks like a very like cinematic film, doesn't it? It does. It's very beautifully shot. It looks like Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, it does a little yeah. bit, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of red in there and stuff. A lot of red. Just waiting for the flying monkeys to appear. Yeah. But like, we spoke about this in our fairy tales episode. Uh Uh-huh. And our disturbing books episode about how in Russia they were very like culturally repressed because Mm -hmm. of the Soviet Union. Yeah. So a lot of their art, like a lot of it was quite rebellious like that. Yeah. It had to be quite like absurd or surreal. Yeah. To get through the censors. Yeah. So like, you'll find all this kind of stuff in Soviet Union media and stuff so i've got another one here um it's a 1983 film called wow a talking fish (laughs) and i i can't really explain it it's (laughs) it's a short film okay it's really strange it basically is about a fisherman that catches a fish and is it talking The, the the fish talks but he also summons like this shape shifting wizard as well does he summon old Greg? Ba- it's basically old Greg. <laughs> Is it old Greg? But the wizard just like, it's like an acid trip, basically. Okay. I'll show you. Okay. But again, as I said, these surreal kind of cartoons and kids films were the, a way of like artists expressing themselves because they couldn't get through yeah. the senses of, of um, is it called Soviet realism or something? So, anyway. I'm not sure. So this is the climactic scene okay. where the wizard does the most of the shape-shifting. Right. Whoa. 
If you can explain what we're saying, that's the wizard. What, what the thing that just turned... What? Whoa! It just... It's just... Oh my god, its face is like morphing. And now he's flying on a saddle over the sea. It's a harpy. It's... What? Is that the wizard? Yeah. Shape-shifting wizard, yeah. Right. It's like an ogre. Yeah. And he's having like a bit of a debate. Okay. With this guy. They're having like a spar of words. I, I, have, I can't even explain what I'm watching right now. You're right, it's like an acid trip. There's a coke that's morphing and there's a rabbit in it. The wizard's just evaporated. Oh no, he's not evaporated, he's going to space. I, I, you are genuinely speechless. I am speechless. I don't know what I just watched. <laughs> There's a few moments like that in in the film, but yeah, the the end of the film is just like it's just goes absolutely mental. It's yeah, like an acid trip. Everything's like morphing into each other, and it was up, upsetting to the eyeballs. That was quite disturbing. What would you rate that one? Or do I rate that one like a f- two? <laughs> no idea what was going on. Okay, so we said we were going to talk a little bit about Don Bluth towards the end of this episode. Okay. This was my favourite Don Bluth film growing up. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's also the one that used to freak me out the most. Okay. The Secrets of Nim. Oh. 1982. What a movie. What a heartbreaking movie. For those of you who don't know what Secrets of Nim is, it's basically about a mouse who... had. Child is like her, sick. Her child's sick. So she goes baby. to these rats. Like there's some, these like oracle rats, aren't there? Yes. That live near her, and she asks them like what to do, basically. Yeah. But but yeah. it's all connected to her husband. Her her husband that's no longer alive. Yeah. It's all very like. I always thought about the secrets of Nim is that if it was like a huge like a, a live action human movie it would still be a good movie. Yeah. Like the storyline oh, is awesome. Yeah. The storyline is really like advanced and quite confusing for a kid, but it's And there's good. like a twist and everything. Yeah. We're, well, spoilers, we're going to talk about the twist because that's mm-hmm. the most disturbing thing about it, isn't it? Yeah. But basically there's this, this you see the word nim everywhere, don't you? Yeah. <clears throat> and no one knows what the word nim means. No. And the twist in the movie, they kind of explain what it is. Yeah. In the beginning. And it's really sad. And this is the rats explaining what Nim is. Yeah. Again, ahead of the ahead of his time, with uh, what he was doing here, talking out against animal testing, really. Exactly. They're talking about they're, here. They're explaining why the rats are so intelligent, aren't they? Yeah. Because they've been tested on. Yeah. Oh, all the animals in the cages. 
the monkeys and the beagles. Twenty rats and eleven mice. This bit used to oh. upset me so much as a kid. We're injecting the rats. Yeah. Yeah. Or... yeah. So gruesome. Mm. Terrifying. So trippy as well, it is wasn't trippy, it? Yeah. Such a trippy movie. But that but was again um, that bit reminds me of like when they go to when he goes to hell in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh yeah, it does a little bit. Yeah. That was his first film. First well, film on his own. Secrets and him. Yeah, uh, wow. fil- feature film on his own. Wow. When he set up his new studio. Yeah. After leaving what Disney a film to start with. Yeah. But that yeah that whole film. It's was great. just harrowing, harrowing. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, <laughs> highly recommend. Highly yeah, recommend. it still holds up, doesn't it? We watched it probably about five years ago, didn't we? Yeah. I want to watch it again. It's good. It's good. Makes me feel sorry for the micees and the meeseys. Okay, last one. Mm-hmm. This is, I keep saying this about all of them, that it's the top of everyone's list, but this is officially the top of everyone's list in terms of Films that disturb them the most. Okay. Watership Down. Oh my God. You've never seen it. I've never seen it all the way through. <gasps> I'm just going to cry thinking about it now. Bright eyes burning <laughs> like fire. Dear Lord on High, if you've never seen that movie, just don't watch it. The, we're talking about the 1978 version, not the recent one. No, not the recent one. Um, but yeah, it was animated, wasn't it? As a it British was animated, film. but it was disturbing and heartbreaking. Basically about a load of rabbits trying to escape being killed. Yeah, it's they? awful. It's awful. And there is so much like gruesome, like there's a fight scene. Which oh, is... but that's the bit we're going to watch. Oh, we're going to watch, you're gonna watch the fight it? scene. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched it. I haven't, I've not, I've purposely not watched Warship Down in years. Yeah. For, on purpose but this, I'm not even a bunny person this this has got a body count this scene hasn't sure, it? yeah <laughs> so they're all little rabbits the they're all trying to evil. escape from basically you know having their home destroyed run run for your lives run run for your lives the dog's in. I mean look at that dog that's terrifying as well oh no oh fuck's that rabbit yeah <laughs> literally this is it. It's, oh it's brutal. I told you. It's Come absolutely back. brutal. Come back, you fools. Come back. Come back and fight. Dogs aren't dangerous. They made the rabbits look so look. scared, haven't they? Look. Did you, so you saw that as a kid? I saw that as a kid. Yep. Where did you watch it? I can't remember. I want to say my grandma's. I can't remember. I just remember. She was thinking, oh, we'll just put a nice little film on yeah, about rabbits yeah, for the children. It's like, oh, we'll ship down. That's a children's book. Just, just, you can see on my face how like I'm getting flashbacks. Like it's not, <laughs> oh, don't watch it if you're an animal lover. It's really sad. That, really, really sad. Like those rabbits get chucked around. They get yeeted, yeeted. <laughs> and it's flying out everywhere. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. And that's about all I've got got on the list today. There is a lot more. I was, there's so many more I can think of. So We're we gonna might have, have to, to do. A, we'll do a part two in the future. We'll have to do a part. But do you want to quickly just rate rate some of the ones we mentioned? Yeah. Out of ten. So the witches. 
<sighs> I'd give that an eight, I think. Yeah, That's I good. would say it's going to have to have an eight. As, as much as it disturbed me as a child, it's going to, it deserves an eight. Coraline? Oh, a 10. Brilliant movie. Jumanji? 10. Matilda? It's a classic, 10. Labyrinth? A, a thousand. <laughs> Never Ending Story? A 10. E.T.? I can do without E.T. An 8, 9, only because it has an age. Yeah, well, it's still, it's amazing. It's still a classic, but it has an age well. What about Willy Wonka? That's a 10 in my book. Really? The original? Yeah. I'd still say uh, an 8, 9. Pinocchio? Oh, it's not aged well at all. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it. An 8, I don't really think we should be supporting kids smoking and drinking. Brave Little Toaster? I am disturbed by that, so I'm going to say give it like a 4. Alice. That was like a four, and I love Alice in Wonderland, but that was weird. I, 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 you I liked watch it. that. Yeah. I mean, I would quite like to watch it as an adult, but as yeah. a kid, nah. Morosco, the bear. Uh, two. Wow, a talking fish. I mean, if you're on acid already, that would tip you over the edge. It's like Midnight Gospel, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it was reminding <laughs> me of. Yes. That's a great show. Yes, it is exactly like a mid- like Midnight Gospel. Yeah, but Midnight Gospel, like, when you explained to me what I was watching, that is somebody's, like, podcast, Yeah. it then made sense. Right. Like, I could then follow the weird animation for some reason. Like, it actually was fine and settled in and, like, I got it. That, I have no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> Secrets of Nim. Thousand That's brilliant good. movie. That's a good one. Yeah, God, all rating quite highly. Well, today. they are. This is the thing. Although they're disturbing, they're all like they stick with you. Yeah, emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Not like some of the TV shows, which just oh terrify. Yeah, you. exactly. That just scar you for life. Watership down. Yeah, mm. I haven't seen it. So. <sighs> it's really just really upset me as a kid. So I'm going to give it like a six. Have you got any final thoughts, basically, on weird kids' films? No, that I think kids that enjoy weird kids' films grow up to be awesome adults, just going to say. <laughs> Guys, they're just moving pictures. They can't hurt you. They are, exactly. But I'd love to hear what other people's, like, movies... Yeah, please get in touch, are. guys. Let us know what films terrified you as a kid. Yeah, see if you can unlock any more memories in our heads. Yeah. Because that's the thing, as I'm sure as people mention things, I'll go, oh, I remember that movie. Oh my gosh, I saw that. Thing is, I, as I said at the beginning, I saw a lot of like mature films when yeah. I was younger because my, my brother was nine years older. Yeah. So like I saw Jurassic Park really young. See, I, I saw Terminator really you young. Yeah, you did. <laughs> See, where I was the eldest, so I discovered all these movies and then showed them to my siblings. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was so many cartoons I can just pick out of my head that were weird but yeah i'd love to hear other people's other people's ones as well so hit us up nice well we release an episode every friday guys we do indeed make sure you follow and subscribe yeah we've been the weird parents we have thank you if you've been here since the beginning or you just joined us whatever just thank you for listening in general we're really really thankful and we hope the sound's slowly improving slowly (laughs) slowly and that's from winnie that's all winnie's got to say on the matter just had a good stretch Catch you next Friday. Bye. Bye.